the glue that holds you together So come vibe with us, just rest your mind with us Kick up your feet, lay back, relax your soul and trust that We can add some shine to your day With some coconut oil Welcome back to Coconut Oil Podcast I'm Mira And I'm Brittany we're just a couple of best friends navigating life, single motherhood, and blackness in Fort Worth, Texas, through healing conversations in hopes that you'll heal too. Life happens. Coconut oil helps. <laughs> so, hormones. Have you been sad lately? <laughs> um, like all day or okay. like just bits and pieces throughout the day? I mean, have you been sad at some point? Like randomly mostly like no during the day no no not recently when's the last time you cried oh that's a good question mm -hmm. i i cried today okay but it was like an empathetic cry mm -hmm. and not like a cry for myself oh interesting and it wasn't a deep cry it was just i think i was scrolling on facebook a friend of mine um her coworker. <laughs> lost her two twin 17 year old daughters in a drunk driving accident oh my god this morning yeah oh my god yeah so that kind of brought me to tears although yeah. i don't know these people it just really like hit yeah hit deep that's so. wild that is so sad yeah yeah both of them so i don't know what i would do i mean i know what i would do i probably shouldn't say it on a We're podcast not gonna, yeah, i'm not gonna say it out loud i know what i would do but yeah that really fucking sucks yeah so you, thoughts and prayers and good vibes yeah and all that there's nothing to prepare you for something like that nothing absolutely nothing yeah like as a parent you it's kind of like understood that you're gonna go first mm -hmm. you know you set your kids up you build that generational wealth you try and do right by them so that whenever they're off in the world by themselves you don't have to worry so much. You're always going to worry, but you don't always. have to worry so much. Yeah. Um, and then for that to happen. Yeah. I can't even. Can't even. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I've not like witnessed that, but like my cousin, he died at a young age. He was like in his early twenties and it, it just about killed my uncle. Like it was bad. And then yeah. whenever my dad passed away, like my granny, I think that's whenever she started like her decline into dementia when was after my dad passed away. Cause it's like a, a piece of you dies. Yeah. A piece of you dies. Oh my God. I can't imagine. Yeah. So that's why I was sad recently, but yeah. it was, again, it was for someone else. It wasn't for myself. Yeah. Have you cried recently? Mm, yeah. This morning, which... I wasn't planning on it. So sometimes, do you plan your cries? Sometimes I plan my cries and I know it sounds crazy. It doesn't sound crazy. But crying is literally like a release of emotions. Like it's scientific people that whenever you have big emotions and there's like nowhere else for them to go, they come out of your eyes as liquid crying, aka crying. <laughs> so <laughs> Um, this morning, it wasn't like any big emotion. It was, I was like meditating and recently there's been a lot of talk because I, I don't go to therapy. I can't afford therapy mm -hmm. yet. 
yet. That's a big one. I can't afford therapy yet. But there are a lot of like resources. There's a lot on social media, like there's pages to follow. There's TikToks to watch um, about people who have either gone to therapy or therapists, you know, who are kind of giving like free information. So I've kind of like pieced little bits together here and there of stuff that I'm like, oh, that really resonates with me. You know, like this scenario sounds familiar. This sounds like something that I should be working on. This sounds like something that I should be like practicing. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's a lot of like getting back to your inner child. And when I say this, it's going to sound worse than it was, Mm -hmm. but as like a child who was neglected and I'm not saying, I'm not talking like you left me in a closet, you know, Harry Potter style, like fed me crumbs through under the door, (laughs) but you know, there is like a level levels to it. And on some level I was neglected. And so I kind of have started like when I meditate and when I do yoga, sort of like as my higher self going back and like talking to my inner child, talking to my younger self. Um, And it was, it was kind of crazy because like I'm sitting there and I'm usually whenever I meditate, like I have a plan for what I'm going to be thinking about, which I don't know if that's counterproductive (laughs) for meditating. Like you're supposed to just like sit there and I don't think so. I mean, you know, think or whatever, but like, I kind of have, whenever I meditate, I'm like, okay, I want to kind of like manifest. I want to think about this. I want to do this, this and that. But whenever I started, it was almost, it was, it was a pretty weird experience. It was almost like something was like, no, 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 this is what you thought you were going to (laughs) do. What we're going to do is this. And like, I kind of started to like envision, um, palm trees. And so Whenever my sister and I were younger, we used to go to Palm Springs over the summers, stay with our uncles, stay with my Nana. And that was really like the happiest of our childhood. Like that was the childhood, Mm -hmm. you know, like the childhood of our dreams. We went to uh, book releases for Harry Potter, you know, like we baked cookies, we made t-shirt, like it's all the stuff that like you want quote unquote, normal children to do stuff that we did not get back home. And so I think the reason I kind of like started and it was almost like I started seeing palm trees like going by almost like I was looking up through a sunroof Mm. and seeing palm trees kind of, you know, go by on my left and my right. And actually what happened was my uncle Charles, his partner, Rob, he used to take me and my sister out on nighttime drives. He would put a CD in and he would like roll all the windows down. He'd put his sunroof back yeah. and we would just drive around the city. Sometimes we would drive like out into the desert and it was cause he knew like the stuff that we were going through back home and he would kind of give us that time to like cry or sing or scream like whatever. Yeah. So it was just like, I literally started seeing like palm trees, like go by on my left and my right. And then I kind of like saw myself like as a younger self and I saw Chloe too, like as a younger Chloe. Yeah. And I just started like, I just started bawling <laughs> and I was like telling myself like, I'm maybe going to cry now. Um, 
I was like telling myself, like, it's going to be okay. Like, you're okay. You're safe. And I started like hugging myself because I know that like I needed that as a child. Yeah. And um, it was really good. So this is the second time that I've cried today. <laughs> Well, it's good. Um, it's yeah, good to it was. It was a really interesting, and like, cry and experience. Like, it was really powerful. Um, and I just kind of started, ooh, like, I started like talking to myself as my younger self, saying stuff like, you know, it wasn't your fault, and it's gonna be okay, and you're gonna be so proud of who you turned out to be, you know? <laughs> and like, you know, I have like a small apartment. Yeah. My apartment's a fucking mess, you know? <laughs> I don't have like an in-apartment washer and dryer unit, so it's not like ideal. I'm not like living a lavish life, but my younger self would be very proud of the person who I am today. And that was like... That was really nice. Awesome. And she so I just be. like let myself like yeah. sit in the floor and like ball my eyes out. And like in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, cause my sister comes home from lunch and she, she lives right below me. And so she comes upstairs all the time and she yeah. just barges in. And I'm thinking like, as I'm bawling on the floor, I'm like, did I lock my door? Is my sister going to come in with like seeing me rocking on the floor, like holding myself bawling? And then a Spotify ad came in and kind of <laughs> just stopped the whole thing. And I was like, okay, I guess that's a sign for me to stop. So I was like, whatever, we're done. That's so good though. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then it was, it was interesting. It was, yeah, it was different. Yeah. That's good though. I yeah. am working on that. What part? Um, all of it. Meditation? Med Cry? Like falling in the floor? I can meditate and like see my future self and see things that I want and kind of like really concentrate and zone in on those things. Um, I don't deal with my emotions very well. So yeah. like I, I'm a crier, but I'm like, I said, like I'm an empathetic crier. I don't cry for myself. Right. Um, it takes a lot for me to do that and to feel comfortable with doing that and even doing it by myself. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even like, so do you feel like you're going to start crying even when you're by yourself and you like stop it? Yeah, oh. I think so. Sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do with the emotions. Okay. So, um, and I didn't, I won't say that I had like a really difficult childhood or anything super traumatic. I mean, I think everybody has their own like small traumas or, yeah. Yeah. you know, their traumas it's and not a trauma that... competition you know right like i know trauma but can I... seem small but it's still trauma to you of course yeah. and it's just i don't know i obviously like around period time and cycle week like i get my emotions are oh, more heightened God. i think that's and... what this is too <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie it's not a bad thing i mean at least you got it out like yeah. i i would love a good cry i don't think i know how to let myself go and cry Really? I, yeah, I've always like seen movies where people will go and like scream into a pillow or like mm -hmm. go out into the middle of nowhere and just scream as loud as they can. Yeah. And that to me, not that it's weird. I just, 
can't see myself doing it. I would yeah. love to be able to release mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever done that. I Like I said, I can cry for other people all day yeah. long. But it's different when you cry for yourself. Yeah. I. And let me tell you, <laughs> since you've <laughs> been holding on to some stuff, that first time that you do it, you're going to make yourself sick. Like you're going to cry yourself sick. I mean, like puffy eyes, snot running down. It's going to be. I might plan a doozy. it for this period. Just plan it. That's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> honestly, like hormonal. I'll, yeah. Like, maybe I'll be able to let it go. Because but I, it really is like whenever you cry, you release endorphins. I think the biggest reason for me now is because I'm never alone also. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Too. Like I am. I'm never alone. And you can't cry in front of your child. No. Oh, God, no. Right. Like, even if it's your child that makes you want to cry, you can't cry in front of of them, show no weakness, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, you can't. Like I am constantly surrounded by people and the house is large. We have, you know, it's like 3000 square feet, two master beds. Mm -hmm. Asher's got his own bedroom that he is never in. (laughs) Um, and then we have like our living room area and stuff like that, but. I don't feel like, not that my home isn't safe. I just don't have like a safe place for me to express myself in that way. Yeah. Um, Even when I was at my apartment, I think I felt so heard and seen that if I ever was to just let go and cry, like even Mm -hmm. in my shower, that my neighbor upstairs would hear me and he was kind of creepy. So (laughs) we didn't want him coming knocking on my door to see if I was okay. Mm -mm. Um, So yeah, I've just, and before that I lived at home. Or, you know, lived in a dorm with girls and right. was not, I've never been by myself by myself. Yeah. Um, it's really weird to say that, but yeah. yeah, like I. You should plan like a staycation somewhere. I've thought about it. Yeah. I want to just rent a hotel room by myself, yeah. get away for a weekend, not have anybody with me. It's funny, yeah. you know, um, we talked about when I went on the cruise with those people Mm -hmm. and it was a week-long cruise and I am such an introvert that when we were at like six days in I think everybody else we had docked in Mexico and they were all getting off the ship we had already docked in Mexico before and gone to the beach and I am a person where like if I travel I want to explore I don't want to like go lay out on the beach all day. Mm -hmm. Like if we're going to another country, let's get out. Let's see the culture. Let's like, I want to find some little hole in the wall restaurant. I don't want to go to this gourmet thing on the beach that we all have to pay 80 euros for or 80 pesos or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so they all got off because they were going back on the beach. I was like, I'm just going to stay in the room. And they're like, by yourself. I was like, yeah. And I literally enjoyed myself the most that I had on that entire trip just by staying in the room by myself. It was the first time I watched Harry Potter. Oh, yes. I only watched one movie. Oh, I've only seen say, one. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought you hadn't seen any. I've seen one and it was on that cruise. There's so many movies we need to catch up on. And I barely on, but... remember it, but. Um... <laughs> That's okay. We're going to start from the beginning anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like my hormones are kind of flighty in that way too. I don't, I don't know if I'd say flighty. I'm just kind of. I like being around people mm-hmm. um, and I like having that energy for a while. Mm-hmm. But for me, like I said, being empathetic and like pretty much like an, an empath, like yeah. 
I feel like my energy gets sucked Mm -hmm. because I'm taking on everybody else's. Yeah. Like I can be in a room with somebody who is devastated or going through something really hard. And like, I will feel that as soon as I walk in. Mm -hmm. So it's really difficult for me to stay around a bunch of people. And right now I feel like I have everybody else's emotions that are like blocking my own Mm -hmm. because I'm never, you're taking up all that like emotional stock with other people's emotions instead of your own. Yeah. Cause I'm never by myself. Right. Like I don't even have time to explore what my emotions are or what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, I feel like things have been pretty good lately. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I was like sad or like disappointed or depressed because I've dealt with depression and anxiety, but right now things just seem like good. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if they're just really actually that good Mm -hmm. or if this is me coping with whatever it is that I'm feeling. Yeah. That's like your way of kind of like dealing with it is like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. fine. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't need to cry. Exactly. Because like we talked about, you know, I didn't really have much of a voice either. So I think not having that voice and kind of finally finding it to an extent has been just this whole process within itself, but I still don't have a voice for myself with myself. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like I can stand up for other people all day. I can even stand up for myself when certain scenarios like present themselves, Mm -hmm. but if it's with me, it's like taking an inward look, right? I'm, I don't know how to express it. I don't know how to go into detail about what I'm feeling. And it's crazy because I'm a really self-aware person. Right. So like I had um, gotten a life coach like years ago. Um, I don't even know why, but I was just, we had somebody come into work and instead of a life coach, I'm like, let me spend my money or instead of a therapist, like, let me spend my money on a life coach. Mm -hmm. I don't need a therapist. (laughs) Um, So I had her for like two months or something. She was like, you're really like self-aware. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I know my flaws. I know where I need to do work on. Like, I know this. I just don't know how to dig in and do that work with certain things. And that's where the therapist comes comes in. (laughs) Like, maybe I should have just gone straight to a therapist. What did your life coach say? Were they like, oh, yeah, you need therapy or were they like oh no I got you I'll show you how to fix your life in 10 easy steps pretty much said that she would just keep meeting with me and like we'd figure things out and I'm sure you can you can probably guess what her biggest thing was that I needed to work on no what boundaries oh oh yeah I figured you were gonna guess but it's okay it's okay. I, I'll fill in the blank for I you. I was thinking you were talking about money. Like oh, she was my like money requ- management. No, like she was like requiring you to pay or something. Oh I no. Thought, in my mind, I was like, oh, and you can guess what she like asked for next. I mean, like I first, she did charge. Right. I know. I was paying. I'm sure weekly. that she charged a shit ton. Yeah. As much as a therapist. I should have gotten a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but so weird. Your yeah. job brought in a they life brought coach, in a like life for coach. everybody just to kind of like see what a life coach does. We did an emotional intelligence quiz, which, okay. I see the eye roll. I see it, <laughs> but it's actually really helpful. So the whole reason why we did the emotional intelligence quiz was so that, um, our managers and supervisors and team leads and things could see how their teams like act and how, Mm. Their emotions are what they do better with and stuff. So I scored extremely high on empathy. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and then really low on setting boundaries and <laughs> saying no to people. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. all things that I knew about myself. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, aggression, my aggression was really low. And it wasn't like being super aggressive to the point of like hurting somebody or like, right. you know, but just assertiveness. assertiveness. That's what mm -hmm. it was. My assertiveness was really low, but mm -hmm. other things were higher. And it's decision making was also pretty low because yeah. I get really in my head on decision making, which goes back to my commitment issues. Yeah. They relationships end in one of two ways. Like they literally end. You're either together or you're forever, forever together. Or you're and that is some scary ass shit. Like, yeah. So that's how I feel about decisions too. Like what if I fuck up and I make the wrong one? Yeah. What if I was supposed to get pizza today and instead of getting pizza, I got a burger. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> I do that too, but I'm thinking of it in terms of like the butterfly effect. Have you heard of the butterfly? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so for anybody who hasn't heard of the butterfly effect, it's basically like your life can change with like the beat of a butterfly wing, you know, yeah, I mean? like, like the beat of a butterfly wing affects it's so like many a ripple, things. Yeah. It's like a ripple effect yeah. that like this one tiny little instance could have so much of an impact on something else that you wouldn't even think. Cause you always hear stories of like. Like, for example, like 9-11, the mm -hmm. people who were like, oh, because I decided to stop and get coffee on my way to work. Right. I lived like, yeah, I was not a part of that, you know, and like random stuff like, oh, man, like, you know, I just because I decided not to go jogging in the park that day, you know, because like I wanted to go shopping with my friends or whatever. You know, there was like a serial killer or something like, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I think of. And <laughs> What I do is like, and it's so random. Like sometimes I'll be like driving home. You know, when you drive mm -hmm. home from work, you always take the same route. Right. You just, you go here, you turn left, you turn right, you get home. And sometimes, sometimes I'll just have this like gut feeling to go a different way. Yeah. Or like I'll have, cause I'm a bartender. So like sometimes I'll be like, oh, okay, I need to go to the bank and then I'll go home. And then sometimes I'm like, just go home. And I'm like. Okay. Yeah. But you got to follow whatever your you say, because <laughs> I like, that's always in the back of my mind yeah. is like that little butterfly effect. Like, what if I, you know, decide to just ignore that feeling and go to the bank and like, you know, there's a car crash or something, yeah. like something crazy. Yeah. That's how I've started to view things where if I'm late or I'm, if I'm running behind or something happens and it's not going as planned, mm -hmm. I always just believe that it's for a reason. Yeah. And that like, I apparently wasn't supposed to be there at this time. I wasn't supposed to be on the road at this time. Um, I think I may have mentioned it before of my granddad. There was one point where he was supposed to be on a plane to Japan or somewhere he was going out of the country mm -hmm. and he was running late and he was always on time, like early, early to everything. And he was super late to this flight. The flight ended up crashing and everybody on the plane was killed. Oh and God, I didn't know he that. survived. Yeah. I never yeah, heard that story. I guess prime I really tell example. People, but yeah. Yeah. Prime example. Yeah. And so I just kind of, you know, it's important to sit back and like, relax and let the situation kind of play out without mm -hmm. you trying to control it sometimes because yeah. we can definitely put ourselves in the wrong situation at 
the right or wrong time, you mm-hmm. know? So I think that's really big to just kind of take a step back and reevaluate. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sometimes hard to do yeah. whenever you're PMSing. Yes. And I'm very well aware that when I'm PMSing, it's about like, I pretty much know once <laughs> it's like Dr. Yeah. Jekyll and wait, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're it's gonna like go with that. that it's like that. Like, and that's like about two weeks out. <laughs> so I know once I start getting irritated and once I start like reacting in like irrational ways, yeah. I'm like, okay, time to start the countdown in about two weeks. I'll yeah. be starting because I really do. And it's, it's crazy. Like hormones are wild. And the fact that They're so crazy. many things can affect our hor- hormone imbalance and just kind of like throw it all out of whack. Mm. Yeah. I call foul. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not fucking fair. It, it's not fair to be a woman. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I will say <laughs> one of the first things that happens when I'm PMSing, I start thinking about downloading dating apps again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how far out does it happen for you? Is it like... It's about two, two weeks. Two weeks and you like know like yeah. on schedule. Yeah. It's coming. I would say I haven't started feeling it yet, mm-hmm. but it's right around this time, probably in the next couple of days, I'll be like, mm, Tinder sounding really good right now. Really? Yeah. Like I... It's the dating apps for you. It's the dating <laughs> apps. Like I... Because, you know, I'm also not a sappy movie, like, nope, rom-com kind of girl. Mm-mm. Give me the action. Give me the sci-fi. Yeah. Somebody needs to bleed in this movie. <laughs> so, like, I I don't know. Like, my emotions, I get really horny. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the first thing that happens. Yeah. And then I get somewhat sappy. Mm-hmm. I almost get cuddly, not full blown cuddly, Mm -hmm. but like, I'll be like, Asher, come over here. Like, let's watch a movie and like Mm kind of cuddle with him. Yeah. But then after like 10, 15 minutes, like I'm good. You're done. I'm yeah. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) that's just, I don't know. Maybe it's a claustrophobic kind of thing. I think I need to get a therapist to find out what's going on there. Explore that. Explore that some more. But yeah, like when I PMS, I get a little sappy. I'll probably start sending more of my... (laughs) I feel like you could probably keep track. So like if you were to go back in your text messages, mm-hmm. I probably right around, you could probably pinpoint mm-hmm. when I'm PMSing because mm-hmm. I'll start sending text messages about how mm-hmm. much I appreciate people yes. and <laughs> care and love them. Yes. And I'm like, I'm just so grateful for our friendship. It's and just- it'll be like those late night texts too. Like, it's not just like, it's, completely unexpected like instead of getting those like what are you doing are you up are you you up you up <laughs> it's like my best friends texting me like i can't believe we've been on this journey together for so long and you're the best friend i've ever you're the best had. friend i've ever had. And don't get me wrong i fully completely appreciate it and i love those text messages once a month um <laughs> It's so funny because you're like never like that. You're never that like sappy, like lovey-dovey kind of 
person, but then once in a while. <laughs> once in a while, I said those yeah. one midnight strikes. Those fucking hormones betray the, me. Yeah, you're sending those text messages. It's always late at night, and I don't know what the urge <laughs> is, but it's like know, all of a sudden funny. I'm like looking at my phone, and I'm like, I'm going to text Brittany. <laughs> And then I'm like, I'm going to text, you know, uh, Katie, my friend from back home mm-hmm. that I've known since I was like 14. Yeah. And I'll just send her a text. I'm like, I love you, friend. I'm just so grateful <laughs> that we're friends and that we've lasted this long through our friendship. And like, it just, I, I don't know. It's but It's snowball. It snowballs. And it is once a month. And I blame my that fucking ovaries. So funny. And like, as sappy of a person as I am, I feel like I don't really, I'm not like a verbally sappy person. No. Cause like, I'll like, you know, I'll text you back when you yeah. say that stuff. And I'm like, yes, I love you. Blah, 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 blah. But honestly, like, I don't, I never send that one first. You don't. And I'm sorry if that it's like really bothers okay. you, but it's honestly like, it's one of those things where like, I feel it and I know it, mm-hmm. but I don't say like, I don't say it. I know it though. Like, like. I, I feel it from you. Okay, good. You show your love in different ways. <laughs> yeah. My love language is words of affirmation. Okay. So well, then that's what that is. That is my biggest yeah. thing. And I, I am like my dream. I say my dream, but also commitment. Um, like I would love to find somebody that I could write letters back and forth to like Aww. little notes. Like I would be that sappy of a partner, like actual like, letters, like put a stamp on it. Oh, I would totally write a fucking letter to somebody. Yeah. Um, Katie and I actually write letters back and forth. Yeah. I was going to say, I used to to do that with Colette. (laughs) Yeah. When she was in college. Yeah. Like Katie and I will write letters and stuff. Um, I wrote a letter to the old man, the old man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You remember Mm -hmm. the letter. Mm -hmm. You remember that fucking letter. Oh yeah. I hope he burned it. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. Burn Burn that letter. Burn the letter, old man. Burn the letter, old man. Gosh. But, um, yeah, like, I wrote him a letter. I like notes. Like, if I was leaving um, early in the morning and, like, had stayed over or something like that, I would write, like, a little little note. Yeah, I think you've wrote, little written stuff. me a note before. Like, yeah. I think one time whenever you had to leave, leave to go get Asher or something, yeah. you, like, wrote me a little note. I was like, oh. But I guess that, like, I guess, like, words of affirmation is maybe just so far down on my list. Yeah. Because, like, physical touch. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and acts of service. Um, But, like, even with Chloe, like, we hardly ever say I love you to each other. Really? Like, it'll be kind of like, yeah, I love you, bye. But it's we we don't have that like words of affirmation yeah. aspect. It's understood. Right. You know, like, yeah, literally I would die and kill for her. Um, but we just don't talk about it. <laughs> I just don't yeah. tell her that. that makes <laughs> but sense. she knows. But she knows. Was your mom very vocal about her love like or love in the house? Um, I want to say, yeah. OK, I don't like. I don't have a lot of memory from my childhood. <laughs> it's it's all very foggy for me. But I do know that, you know, she was very like she was very lovey-dovey, like but I think it was like very surface level. Mm-hmm. Lovey-dovey. It wasn't you didn't feel it too. Yeah. 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 It was it was almost like it was almost like we were her like play dolls oh you know yeah and 
you know, like her, her little Barbies, her little girls that she got to dress up and show off and do this, this and that with. And at the end of the day, it was kind of like, Put where's the substance? The yeah. Like where's yeah. the, the underlying <laughs> meaning to yeah. all of this? Yeah. Yeah. That's that. But that could be why if the vocal love, you know, that you received like yeah. was, wasn't really felt. I know that like, I think the reason why I'm so vocal about it is because my parents were always like that. Mm-hmm. Like that was a to constant you, thing. Like and to each other? To us and to each other. Okay. Like there was just always I love yous. We never oh. left the house without an I love you. Daniel as a kid would be in the car and literally say I love like he had this best friend <laughs> named Trey Coleman. And mm-hmm. we always have to say his last name too. So shout Trey, out Coleman. Trey Coleman. Shout out. <laughs> um, but Trey and Daniel, they'd be like riding in the car together and Daniel's like, I love you, Trey. Oh, I love that. I love you, Trey. And he's like, Daniel, why do you say I love you so much? He goes, because I do. Trey. <laughs> Shut the hell up and accept Daniel's love. God damn it. Accept the love. Yeah. But, you know, like that was always our thing was if you feel some certain way, make sure that you're able to express it to someone and yeah. tell them because and I don't want to say like it was this life's too short kind of thing because I didn't really lose anyone in my family mm-hmm. that I was super close to until later on in my life. Mm-hmm. But it was just this whole, don't ever let them leave the door or go to bed without knowing that you love them and that there's yeah. somebody out there that's thinking of them. Yeah. So I am very vocal with the, I love yous. Asher tells me he loves me 15,000 times a day, especially at night. Yeah. Um, which when I am hormonal gets on my nerves a little bit, but I love it. Yes. I love okay. that he loves me. Is that not like the worst feeling in the world? <laughs> like when I'm PMSing, I'm not joking. Like everything gets on my fucking nerves. Everything. My own child. Mm-hmm. The I love Telling yous. me that he loves me. If he <laughs> says it too many times in a row yes. in my head, I'm like, please shut the fuck up go please just i release you (laughs) right i release you please go but outwardly you know you have to kind of just like i love you too i love you too i love you too i love you too and honestly sometimes i've been like okay i get it (laughs) but it's just i guess that's the hormones yeah i guess that's literally just part of it because like when i get when i'm two weeks out i get mean and I know that it's like, well, if you already know you get mean when you're hormonal, right. like, why don't prepare you just, for it. yeah, why yeah. don't you just prepare for it? Why don't you just not be mean? Why don't you just, why don't you just get out of my fucking face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I'm PMSing, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but just like everything gets on. And I think I've told, like, I think yeah. we've had conversations where like I'm texting you and I'm like, I must be PMSing because I'm about to kill somebody. Yes. Like they're not doing anything. And I'm literally yeah. about to like throw them off of a rooftop. Like, it's so it's crazy. The things that get under your skin last night. So, you know what? I may be two weeks out. <laughs> I know I'm right around that time <laughs> last night. Um, I got back to my place and I'm laying down and Asher still wants to sleep close to me so I compromise and we sleep on couches mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's close enough to where he can reach over and like hold my hand because this kid mm-hmm. is tall for a six-year-old mm-hmm. and you know being in the same bed they take up the whole bed so mm-hmm. the couch works for now sure do. and I'm like 
on the verge of falling asleep. But I also feel like I get mean when I, I'm trying to sleep. So that's a whole other thing. But I'm literally like, you feel that REM sleep coming yeah. and you're just like, if that I just close good. my eyes, I'm just going to be out. That good, good. That good, good. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear, mommy, I'm cold. God damn it. <laughs> I look over and he's got a fucking blanket on top of him and another blanket on the floor. And I'm like, get the other blanket. Yeah. Put the other blanket on you. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to. I'm sorry. What? You? I'm What? Right. And it's. But he does, so when he doesn't want to go to sleep, mm -hmm. what he'll do is he's either hungry all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Or he's thirsty all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. But it's mm -hmm. it's always something. Yeah. Like, oh, let me tell you, that doesn't go away. Thank you. Nine years old. And it's, mom, can you tuck me in? God. Mom, I need some water. How do people have more than one? I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Y'all, God bless y'all. Shout out uh, to all the moms with more than one multiples. singular child. <laughs> multiples couldn't do it two and up couldn't be me you're a superhero yeah like i think if they were older and like established if i like was adopted into a family married somebody that already had a kid that was like older and then our kids were both older mm -hmm. i could deal with that yeah. but it's at this stage where i know the whole you're gonna miss it someday but today's not that day today is not the day where i miss it no. and last night I didn't miss it either. wanted to throw a pillow over there and hit him over the head with it because he wouldn't go to sleep. And it was like, I would start to fall asleep again. And then two to five minutes later, mommy, now I'm hot. <sighs> what the fuck do you mean you're hot? <sighs> Take one of the blankets off. Right. <laughs> like common sense things here. Yes. Right. And I'm literally yelling at him. <laughs> I was like, I'm not proud of this moment, y'all. But I was like, so we're playing the quiet game. I'm going to need you to close your eyes. God, I love the quiet game. <laughs> and not say a word until the morning. And do not open your eyes. <laughs> he was like, I don't know how to fall asleep. He was like, close your eyes. <laughs> it was so bad. I was also exhausted. Yeah. But I obviously hormonal, hormonal as well. Mm -hmm. So... Um, he finally went to sleep and he wakes up super happy. Like no matter how mean I am to him at night, I sound like a terrible mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks. No more wire hangers. <laughs> He's fine. He doesn't get beat y'all. He just gets on my nerves. <laughs> like just gets tap dances on him mm -hmm. and he knows the ones to tap dance on. In that the most remarkable <laughs> aspect of a mother and child yeah. relationship is these children know exactly, they know exactly what yeah. to do to get on all, every single one of your nerves. And thinking back, I remember when I used to enjoy getting on my mother's nerves. Really? I used to love it. I don't feel like I, I love that, that shit. Kid. I like I wasn't that I remember kid. there was like a point where like Chloe and I would just like repeat the same phrase from a TV show. I don't remember what show or what the phrase was, but we would literally just like chant it <laughs> over and over and over. My poor mom. Yeah. I don't know how she didn't just <laughs> pack up and leave. Um and we knew, like, it. 
it visibly upset her. <sighs> she didn't like it, and we knew and it. We were like, and that we're just fueled the fire. That this really just fueled pure the fire. Entertainment yeah. for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Like, why do kids love that? Why do kids love to annoy their parents? I was a good child, so I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> but I was very docile. <laughs> I was that kid. My mom talks about this one time where she forgot about me. Um, we were in the house and she had to vacuum and she was like, just sit on the couch and get up when I tell you to get up, mm -hmm. you know, and let me vacuum. It was mainly for my little brother because he was trying to ride the vacuum around the house as oh, she vacuumed. My God. He was that kid. <laughs> he had a leash. Um, I think this should explain he enough. He, he had, had a leash. leash. I think we have pictures somewhere. <gasps> oh, yeah. my God. I hope you remind him of that often. Oh, oh I do. And, and if I, I find that picture, we'll put it up on our Instagram. Please do. <laughs> Does your kid have a leash? <laughs> do they need one? Did you have a leash as a oh kid? Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I sat on the couch, and she said that she finished cleaning the house, went and took a nap. It was like five hours later and came back and I was sitting in the same spot that she had asked me to sit in. Mm. I know, it's really sad. So I don't know if I was just neglected or because <laughs> my little brother was the kid they had to keep an eye on. Yeah, right. But I was the oldest in the house at yeah. the time because everyone else is so grown, you know, grown and yeah. everything. So I don't know. But yeah, I was a, I was the good one, quote unquote. It's <laughs> so funny. I was technically the good one as well, but that was only because um, Chloe had some stuff going on yeah. that we weren't aware of, like nothing was diagnosed really. And so it just appeared like yeah. I was the good one when in reality I was just like, whatever, <laughs> just going with the flow. Yeah. 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 So two weeks out, I have downloaded Tinder for anybody wondering. It's it's downloaded on my phone. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, yeah, I must be hormonal because yeah, I've got all the signs are pointing, pointing to that. And see, I, I don't get horny two weeks out. Really? Yeah. I get horny like in the middle of it, which mm -hmm. fucking sucks. That does suck. I get um, horny. I'm like, horny and then right after. On. Right after, I'm like, yeah, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> see, I, I, I guess it's, it's let's say the whole fucking month, but I don't know if it's just you're like three six five twenty four seven. I'm ready to go. <laughs> it could also be because like it's just been that long. Yeah, and then I think we talked about this like the last time I tried to handle shit on my own, like. The thing died in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. It was really depressing. I haven't even charged it again since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Like your feelings got hurt. That my bad. feelings got hurt. Like she, <laughs> I say she. Like I don't know why my toy is a she, but she just is. Interesting. Sexuality is very fluid. It is, but like embrace it. She's just a she. She's pink, so she's yeah. a she. I don't know. Go for it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I like the confidence in your voice. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just. She's in timeout right now because <laughs> how she did me dirty. Like, how dare you? How dare you? Like, <laughs> man. But it's, uh, I don't know. Tinder okay. may last throughout the end of my period. Yeah. And then 
I usually delete it by then because I remember. Fuck these guys. First of all, the only thing that I've gotten from a dating site this far is a child. So like, (laughs) they've never done me any good. You know, it just. mm, Why do I? Why do I keep trying? Mm -hmm. The only thing I've gotten from a dating app is a um, narcissistic relationship mm. situationship situation situationship oh i wouldn't he call it we a... do not speak of yeah <laughs> i would not call it a relationship that thing was so he made it seem like 10 it ways a relationship, to sunday but yeah yeah it was a wild ride lessons learned lessons learned you know i i know that it's like you either get married or you don't end up with that person but i'm totally okay with all of my past relationships because I honestly feel like I've learned something from each and every one. I've learned something about how I'm willing to be treated Mm -hmm. and I've learned something about myself, like what I like, what I don't like, what I, you know, will compromise on what I won't compromise on. Um, so I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for all of my past relationships, even the ones that were, Super shitty. Yeah. Like this last one. I think I'm oh. thankful for mine too. I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a you lot. You did. Mm-hmm. You did. I'm glad. I'm proud of you Thank for making you. it through Thank to the you. other side without him. Yeah. Yeah. That song it's that song by Ariana Grande next. Like honestly, yeah. That's a good ass song. It and it rings true. Yes. Thank you, next. Yeah. I am I'm grateful for mine. I I feel like could I have chosen to have learned those lessons going a different route, knowing the outcome of some of these situations and the emotional turmoil that I was going to go through with a couple of them, then probably would have chosen something different. But I am grateful for the things that I've learned from them. You know, being with a narcissist is really enlightening, mm-hmm. really, really yeah. enlightening, especially when you are such a giving person oh yeah and having somebody that takes advantage of that to the fullest mm-hmm. like the absolute fullest yeah um but i don't know I, i'm trying to think back like at what point in the month did i start dating these guys was was i horm- can i blame it on my hormones right i think you can think honestly can. because she really like that show on netflix um what's it called big mouth Yes. The hormone monsters <laughs> that it's real. It's they make so you do real. shit that you don't want to do. Not that you don't want to do, but it's yeah. just like outside of your character. I yeah. guess it's like they play with your brain. Yeah. Make you make stupid decisions. Yeah. Just blame it on your hormone monster. Yeah. It's yeah. my hormone monster's fault. <laughs> All those relationships, especially the old man, especially the old man that it had to be. It had, it to, had be. to be. What else could it have been? It certainly couldn't have been physical attraction. I was in like the best shape of my life at that point. Too. Isn't that wild? Isn't that <laughs> fucking wild? The best shape. And you could be in the best shape of your life and you had literally just lost. No shade, but you end up with a 52-year-old idiot. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I was going to mention something else, but I don't know if we're ready to mention that just yet. We'll save it for another episode. We'll save it for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I wasn't drugged, so hormones. Mm-hmm. Had to have been those. Yeah. 
So are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so. So at the, uh, at the end of every episode, we, uh, we want to do a little vocab session for you guys. We not only want to nourish your um, soul soul, and your life, we want to nourish your mind too. So hopefully whenever we try and guess these little vocab words, you can pick up on them and use them in your, yeah. in your daily life as well. Okay. So the word for you is, oh, I just had it. Where'd it go? okay your word is blighted blighted yeah would you like for me to use it in a sentence i would love for you to use it in a sentence mm, okay you are an inexplicably cocky imbecile your marriage is as blighted as this town and you have no one to blame but yourself was that your moira accent it was it was, it was good it was good i like i'll it. work on it yeah just i'll work bit, on but it it's okay a for effort. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Can you can you repeat that sentence? Yes. <laughs> you are an inexplicably cocky imbecile. Your marriage is as blighted as this town, and you have no one to blame but yourself. Failing or mediocre. Okay. I don't know. Something along. You're on the cusp. Hmm. Just, just tell me. To infect. To infect. Yeah. Synonyms include infect, wither, shrivel, blast, <laughs> kill, destroy. <laughs> I, was, I was almost there, but still so far away. <laughs> yeah, blighted. Blighted. I like it. Mm -hmm. I think the last few words have been pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I haven't used any of them in my day-to-day -day life oh, we're going to we're building on it we're building, we're building it. on it i'm building sure that vocab yeah i'm sure i'll end up using some of them yeah 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 Blight it. we'll get them in there yeah slide it in <laughs> make it sound real smart on tinder oh yeah <laughs> i don't want to feel blighted <laughs> feel like you've blighted me in this relationship killed me <laughs> um and we would also like to talk about our shine moment of the week. Yes. A little moment where you had a little bit of shine in your life, something that made you feel better, made you feel healed. Healed. Yeah. A healing moment for you this past week. Yeah. I would say that my healing moment this past week, my shine moment was connection that I had with my brother um being there to support him he kind of recently did something kind of big and was able to I'm not sure if I can share it yet depending on who would be listening but um you know furthered his career and I was really excited for him and getting to share in that with him and then having those conversations about how we can grow together mm -hmm. as well was just really kind of bonding for us oh, you know nice. um, we've always been really centered around family mm -hmm. and so if one person goes up we bring the other person with us and not that that's an expectation but right. it was just really sweet to hear that he has like plans for me too oh, yay. and that he's supportive of what we're doing yeah you know not only here but also with bob mm -hmm. so it was just really 
Yeah. I'm doing my little shine sparkle <laughs> moment this week. And um, for anybody who is not aware, we run a marketing business called Bob of DFW. Um, we promote and advocate for black owned businesses in the DFW area. Uh, we connect black owned businesses to consumers and vice versa. Um, so follow us on Instagram at B O B of DFW. Yes. Yeah. We are our only sponsors right now. So yeah. if anybody out there that happens to sell alcohol wants to sponsor <laughs> us, um, we are open. Or alcohol, anything else. Or anything else. <laughs> anything else. But, you know, specifically alcohol would be great, too. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Um, so I think my shine moment of the week would be realizing that I was correct in trusting my gut for something. That's something that I'm working on is um, trusting my gut. You know, the first time there's just been so many moments where I think that, you know, I have a gut feeling about something and then I just kind of brush it aside and then I go ahead and do what I, you know, I guess my brain or my heart is telling me to do. Yeah. And then I look back and I'm like, you idiot. Listen to myself. Yeah. Like you, you knew this, you knew the outcome already. If you would just listen to your gut. Um, and this instance was listening to my gut in a job opportunity, you know? Yeah. I, there was a job opportunity that came up and I know, you know what I'm talking about. I do. But then there was another instance, um, of a job opportunity that came up. Um, I was not really interested in working for the same owners that I had worked for before. And then, um, one of my old coworkers kind of messaged me about something that had happened between her and the owner that I was like, Oh, damn. I like I knew. Yeah. My finger was on the trigger in accepting this job offer from somebody. And um, for some reason, like I just couldn't pull the trigger. Like I just couldn't send that text of like, hey, do you all still need help? Because like they'd reach out to me before saying like, hey, do you want to come work with us? You know, this, this and that. And it was just kind of like at the time I was like, no, I've got some other things working. I've got some other things cooking, you know, maybe later, maybe I'll consider it. And then as time went on, it was kind of like, I, I kind of need to go to this place. Yeah. But at the same time, (laughs) there's really something that's pulling me back. That's saying like, I don't like, I don't see myself working there. And then something happened. And one of my old coworkers had messaged me about something that happened between her and the owner. And that just really kind of solidified my feelings on, on going, on going to work there or not. And it was just kind of like, okay, cool. I'm really glad that I didn't go ahead and do this because I was right. This would have been a really terrible situation. So that was my shine moment. Kind of like a little pat on the back. Like, hey, like you're listening to yourself and you're kind of seeing the rewards from that. You're seeing how it's positively affecting your life. Yeah. Listening to yourself. Exactly. So important. Your gut is almost never wrong. Mm -hmm. Mine's never been wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm sure yours has probably never been wrong. Probably not, but yeah. I haven't been listening, so it's hard to tell. Now you know better. Mm-hmm. I do. So I do. I do. Moves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all again for tuning in to Coconut Oil. We appreciate you for tuning in. Please let us know if there's anything that you'd like. 
there's anything that you don't like, you can follow us on Instagram at coconutoil.podcast. You can also, again, follow Bob of DFW at B-O-B of DFW. Um, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And please leave us a review. Again, yeah. let us know if you like it, if you don't like it, what you want to hear more of. What we're doing wrong, what we're doing right. Yeah, we want to hear it all. Yeah. See y'all next time. Remember, life happens. Coconut oil helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs>